How would you like to thrive in life? Not just survive and merely get by, but actually make a big impact with your health, with your wealth, with your happiness in all areas of life. Well, on this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast, we welcome back Jeremy Abramson and we break down six pillars so you could crush it in life. everyone needs to get clear with what type of relationships do they want like what are the values that matter to you and in my opinion you know the best relationships whether it's romantically or a business partner or just a friend the best relationships are built on respect trust unconditional love and generosity and you can't give those things to other people if you don't give them to yourself I'm a certified functional health practitioner who's on a mission to educate 1 billion people. I've been obese for most of my life. From rock bottom to the top of the mountain, I am passionate about studying ancient healing strategies like fasting and the ketogenic diet and curating this information on the Keto Camp podcast. My goal is to bring you the thought leaders in this space. My name is Ben Azadi, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here, host of the Keto Camp podcast, best-selling author, and the founder of Keto Camp. Learn more over at benazadi.com. I am super pumped up to bring back my friend, Jeremy Abramson, who I love dearly. He is such a bright light in this world, and this episode is much needed in a world with a lot of stress. This is a character-building year. And this conversation will help empower you so you can be the victor of your future and no longer the victim of your past. Now, on this episode, we talk about real topics that are related to your health, of course. But this is about mindset. This is about living on purpose with your purpose. And Jeremy has a six-pillar approach that he teaches to his university students. He teaches on his podcast called Thrive. And we break down each letter and he gives you an actionable step to follow through with after each tip. So this is one of those episodes where you're going to want to be present, grab a pen and paper, and then take action because, hey, action takers rule the world, not intention takers. So I can't wait to bring Jeremy Abramson back on the Keto Camp podcast. I love that guy. Before I do, I want to take a minute here to get to the Apple podcast rating and review of the day. This is a five-star review from C. Commer Ford, titled Matt Gallant and Wade. Ben gives such informative information on keto and fasting. The no-nonsense podcast with trustworthy information and guests. Well, thank you so much, C. Commer Ford. I'm glad that you were referencing the Matt Gallant and Wade Lightheart episode that we did about keto digestion, magnesium on keto, why women should break their fast differently than men. And that was such a great discussion with them. So thank you for listening to that. I appreciate you for leaving that rating and review. It really does help the show grow and expand. I want to encourage all keto campers listening right now to leave the podcast a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And when you leave that honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot, send that to support at ketocamp.com. 
put your shipping address in the United States and I will sign a paperback copy of my best selling fasting book and mail it out to you as a thank you. So I encourage you to do that today. I have an exciting new online program that I just launched. It's called the Keto Camp Membership. With your Keto Camp Membership, you'll get access to over 50 videos teaching you keto, intermittent fasting, and other areas of health. You're also gonna get access to a private Facebook group, exclusive live stream Q&As with me, a monthly newsletter with some of my favorite keto biohacks. You'll get digital downloads for a keto smoothie recipe, my best-selling fasting book, my best-selling sleep book. You're going to get a grocery shopping list, my Keto Camp Blueprint, which is an aisle by aisle instruction for keto, how to get clean keto foods and stay away from the dirty keto foods. There's vegan meal plans for keto. There's regular meal plans for keto. And you'll get all of this, which is valued at over $2,580. You'll get all of this for guess what? One monthly payment of $5. (laughs) That's right, it's not a joke. That's the actual price of the program. $5 per month, canceling time, you can get access to the Keto Camp membership. I encourage you to go to www.startketocamp.com. Remember, camp is spelled with a K www.startketocamp.com and get access for $5. Start burning fat, get coaching, get assistance, and I want to see you in the Keto Camp membership. We'll put a link for this as well in the podcast notes. Can't wait to see you in there and help you burn some fat. I want to briefly take a break here and let you know about my favorite coffee in the world. Look, I'm a coffee snob for good reasons because the right coffee source can be healing to the body can reduce inflammation and result in weight loss. The wrong coffee beans could actually increase inflammation, cause weight loss resistance, and sabotage your keto results. There was a recent study in the Canadian Journal of Physiology and Pharmacology that showed caffeine intake from coffee beans could actually increase fatty acid production and help the participants produce more ketones. Most coffee beans are loaded with pesticides and contaminants and even molt. This is why I love my friends over at Purity Coffee. Hands down the best coffee beans I have ever tried. I have my delicious cup of Purity Coffee in the morning with some grass-fed ghee and MCT oil and it turns my brain right on and helps my body produce ketones. Purity Coffee is organic, pesticide free. These beans are specialty grade and you could get this coffee shipped straight to your door in nitrogen flushed bags, roastery fresh. Since you are a listener to the Keto Camp Podcast, we have worked out an exclusive coupon code for you to check out Purity Coffee. Head over to www.ketocampcoffee.com. Use Keto Camp at checkout to get 10% off your order. Again, that is www.ketocampcoffee.com. Use the coupon code KETOCAMP at checkout for 10% off your bag of coffee beans. Remember, camp is spelled with a K. All right, sit back, relax, stay present. Let's talk about life and crushing it in life with Jeremy Abramson. Jeremy Abramson is the host of the Thrive University podcast. He is known as the high-energy coach who helps top-level executives and entrepreneurs unleash their fullest potential. He's recognized around the world for his 
expertise in mindful movement, integrative nutrition, and brain chemistry. Jeremy believes that movement and gratitude are the ultimate cheat codes to this video game called life. His show, The Thrive University Podcast, features guests from all around the world and are countless spectrums from doctors, executives, to professional athletes and health advocates. He holds space weekly at a local public school dubbed Boys Club, which brings mindful principles and forward thinking to the youth in an effort to improve their lives and the lives of those around them. So without further ado, let's bring on Jeremy Abramson. What's up, brother? My man, round two. I'm so excited for this. Ah, uh, me too. We too. We were chatting offline for a bit and uh, we know what direction we're going to talk about or we're going to lean towards, but we always go off script here. And I love that because it keeps things organic. But he- here's where I want to start, Jeremy. You already shared your story on the first episode. So if you want to go listen to that or watch that, that could be found on the Keto Camp podcast or the YouTube channel. I'll put links down below. I want to start today's episode with something that I really admire from you when I see you out there, not just in my personal uh, relationships with you when we hang out together, but also on social media, I really admire something about you. And that is, you don't care what people think about you. You live life so authentically where I see you doing things in public where I'm like, I don't know if I would do that. I don't know if I'm that convicted and I I really admire it. So my question is to you is this, have you always been so extroverted and how do you teach somebody to not care what other people think about you. Wow. I'm so glad we're starting with this because I really do believe that so many people invest their entire level of happiness and fulfillment on the opinion of others. And that leads us to behaving in a way that isn't really aligned with our core values or our vision. So I appreciate you giving me that compliment, I receive it fully and openly. And I really think it's important that people listening get clear with what matters to them. What are their core values, whether it's authenticity, vulnerability, gratitude, trust, loyalty, whatever those things are that are important to you, it's so important to gain clarity because then you're able to identify what is out of alignment? Hey, am I hanging out with someone who isn't necessarily have my best interests in mind? We're not necessarily aligned with our visions, with our vision for the world. So I think it's really clear to ask our, it's really important to ask ourselves questions mm-hmm. and cultivate that self-awareness. And from there, it's really identifying where do these limiting beliefs stem from? And as you know, most of these stories and narratives we've been telling ourselves come from our early childhood. And a lot of neuroscientists say that 95% of our subconscious programming is already there, set in stone, or so we thought, from our first seven years. So that software has been uploaded into us since the first seven years we were on this planet. Exactly. And... What's really powerful is recognizing that we have the ability to rewrite that program. We have the ability to take ownership of those stories that we're telling ourselves, and we no longer have to be a victim of the past. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, you know, I know you've had some 
traumatic situations and, and events happen in your life, you know, you can either be a victim of those circumstances and really be held back and, and let that steal your power away, or you can use those experiences as a valuable, valuable gift and learning lesson to, to really, again, cultivate that level of self-awareness. And it's so much more fun, Ben, when you're living life on your terms. And I don't expect people to be, you know, doing things out in public or anything like that. But for me, I know that my intentions are so true. I want to impact people and empower people to live a healthier and happier life. So the best way I can do that is by embodying that and expressing myself fully. And it wasn't always that way that I was able to communicate openly and vulnerably. It's taken a lot of, you know, self-work and inner work and plant medicines and, you know, time by myself. But I want to let everyone know who's listening and watching right now that you're so powerful and you're going to be even more powerful when you stop investing your happiness based on the opinion of others and the judgment of others. And, and once you're able to get over that hurdle, it's really beautiful. And it's a journey, just like everything else with health. You know, you're not going to get rid of type 2 diabetes or obesity overnight. It's, it's a journey. So be patient with yourself and be compassionate with yourself. Well said, Jeremy. I totally align with that. And, you know, the next thing that I was, the, the process, the thought process that I was thinking as you were sharing that is, do you ever walk into a room, maybe you're taking a course and there's some other thought leaders in your space, in our space, who are, are just doing amazing things. Here's what I do. I'll, I'll share what I, my experience. When I enter courses like that, if I'm at like a mastermind, there's some really powerful people there. In the past, I would tend to put these individuals on pedestals and put myself down thinking that I'm not good enough to share a thought or ask a question. And I would be kind of like a shell of myself. I wouldn't be my true version of myself. And I've gotten really better at understanding when that's happening and making sure that, you know, I eliminate those self-limiting thoughts. But does that ever happen to you to this day? Anything like that? For sure. Thank you for mentioning that and sharing your experience. Dude, honestly, and, and I'm not just saying this because I'm on your show, but I mentioned this earlier before we were live. You're one of the people that um, has inspired me to like invest into my content creation and my message and my mission more. And I think it's a really beautiful space when you're able to go from that energy of like comparing and maybe even having resentment towards that person for maybe in your eyes being more successful than you and and you turn that into inspiration like i gained so much inspiration from you and the consistency and the commitment you've shown ever since i've known you and you know i know you're going to be putting out ig and facebook live every wednesday at noon i know you're going to be putting out you know x pieces of content on linkedin and this many podcasts a week and that consistency you've shown has really been inspiring for me and I think in the age that we live in, it's very typical to find ourselves in those habits and loopholes of comparing ourselves to others. And I think oftentimes we're comparing ourselves to people who are in a completely different space. Like for instance, right? Like Ben Greenfield, you had him on your show a couple of weeks ago. It's like, yo, this dude 
has a huge podcast. He has a huge platform. He has key on. He has all of these things. He has a beautiful home in Spokane. He has his family. And it's like, okay, he's 38 years old. You know, I think you're like 35, 34, 36. 36, yeah. So it's like everyone's on their journey and we all progress at different levels. And I think the best way to really get out of some of those negative tendencies to compare ourselves like that is to really understand your superpowers and your uniqueness. Because once again, you have that self-awareness on your uniqueness, you understand what your gifts are, then it's like, okay, well, yeah, I'm comparing myself to that person, but they're, they're sharing something else. They're, they're stepping into their power and I'm stepping into mine and, and the journey looks different for everyone. So I for sure find myself doing that occasionally, but I've really learned to use it, you know, as inspiration, like Gary Vee. You know, I see Gary Vee and he's 45 and I'm like, okay, I just turned 30. You know, where am I going to be in 15 years? Like it gets me excited mm -hmm. to see these people succeeding and reaching people. And I think we've maybe been programmed to think like, okay, their success is eating at my success. Mm. You know, we can't both be building the tallest tower in town when in fact there's an abundance of impact to be made. And oftentimes we are ingrained with the scarcity mindset, whether it's around money, whether it's about love, whether it's about, you know, followers, whatever it is. And that's just not true. You know, we live in an abundant world. Oh, so true. You know, I, I want the audience, the keto campers to apply this to other people who are doing keto and fasting who have gotten amazing results. And maybe you, you might find yourself, oh, why did that person lose 20 pounds, but I'm stuck here? Well, once you find yourself comparing yourself to somebody else, that's a recipe for depression. It's a recipe for feeling insecure. It's just a recipe for failure. So instead of looking at that as a comparison, let's look at that as an inspiration, right? If that person did it, that means I have permission to do the same. And when we start comparing our chapter three to somebody else's chapter 22, it, it makes no sense. So I love how you share that. It's, it's so true, Jeremy. And I want to transition now because you have Thrive, which is your podcast. You have the Thrive University and you have these six pillars that I think are super brilliant that you have implemented that you teach your clients in Thrive University. Can we go through each pillar and what they all mean to you? Yes, brother. I appreciate that. And yeah, definitely, definitely agree with everything you just said. And just to piggyback off of that, you know, when we are getting in these habits of comparing ourselves, it's like we tend to be our harshest critic and we tend to have that overactive inner critic that that uh, it's called uh, your dorsal lateral cortex part of your prefrontal cortex that often steals away our joy so so really focus on that progress and in doing that you're going to build confidence you're going to establish momentum so like most people ben i spent a majority of my life just living and i wasn't really conscious of my thoughts feelings and emotions and I feel like this is the way that most people navigate through life, going through the motions and never truly recognizing their power and unleashing their full potential. So as you know, you know, the average American right now, I believe is 20 pounds overweight, at least 10K in debt, depressed, and probably dislikes their job. So I don't know about you, bro, but 
average is one of those things I try to stay very far away from. And after studying and learning from some of these top teachers and practitioners in the world, and you're in that category, you know, Joe Dispenza, Wim Hof, Don Miguel Ruiz, uh, Ben Azadi, I discovered that there's really these six components to creating your dream life. So I'm a huge fan of acronyms. So T is for thoughts. And we have 60,000 of them roughly every single day. And the problem with that is that most of these thoughts are the exact same thoughts that we had the previous day. And that could be beneficial. However, most people are filled with these toxic thoughts that involve them ruminating in the past. And that's what I call rear view mirror syndrome. Mm. And by constantly dwelling on the past, essentially you're perpetuating the same average results. Mm. And I think that's another reason why so many people are suffering with mental health disorders, such as depression, is because they have that feeling of being stuck. And they're reliving the past, but they're not reliving their accomplishments from the past or the moments that they made themselves proud. Again, it's the inner critic keeping them in survival mode, saying you're not good enough, saying that you're unworthy. So again, it's this loophole that continues to manifest. And especially right now, mm-hmm. a lot of people, right, are worried about the future. You know, who's going to be the president? What's going to happen to the economy? What's going to be the taxes? What's happening with wearing a mask? What's happening with with traveling for the holidays? Am I going to be able to see my family? And as you know, these thought patterns are operating from fear. And they elevate your levels of stress hormone like cortisol. And when you're in that fight or flight, for a long period of time, your immune system is going to be weakened significantly, and it's going to cause inflammation to the body on a cellular level, which is something that you taught me from the teachings of Bruce Lipton. Mm -hmm. So when we kind of circle back, it's no coincidence that over half of America is suffering from a chronic disease, you know, like diabetes, like prediabetes, obesity, heart disease, because that stress is causing inflammation, and that inflammation is driving disease. But here's the caveat, you know, I don't think it's necessarily the thoughts that are debilitating us. I think it's the judgment about the thoughts that are really debilitating us. We have a thought and then we like feel guilt or shame about that thought. So you may have thought about an ex-partner, an ex-girlfriend or boyfriend, and then you start to judge yourself for that thought. Why can't I let her go? What's wrong with me? Why, why did she leave? Am I unworthy? All these things. So a more productive dialogue internally would be, okay, you know, that's interesting. Uh, I'm thinking about her again. What lesson can this teach me? What emotions do I experience when I think about her? What actions can I take to maybe take further ownership of this narrative? So again, similar to Thrive University, I know Keto Camp is all about giving our students and community actionable steps. So for each of these, that's what I'm going to offer. You know, number one, I think it's really important to turn off the news. Of course, you want to stay updated with what's going on. But the whole objective of the news stations is to instill fear in us and to keep our eyeballs and attention glued on the screen. So create systems for yourself. Okay, maybe you're going to watch it for 30 minutes and that's it. 
but I, I see now spending time with my parents, like my mom listens to the radio, watches the TV for hours a day and it stresses her out. And I'm like, ma, this doesn't serve you. You know, let's go out in nature. Let's go for a walk. Let's worry about what we can control. I love that you do that. I do the same thing with my mom. Continue. Yeah, bro. And, th- and that's beautiful that we have the ability to kind of give back to our parents and everyone listening. Now you have people in your life that you love, you care about. So maybe if this is something that you're not struggling with, maybe it's something you can support a loved one with. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, create some sort of affirmation before you go to bed, you know, because oftentimes your first thought in the morning is identical that, to that last thought at night. So one that I like to do is uh, I choose calm and clarity over chaos and anxiety. Mm. So I'll take some nice relaxing breaths with long exhales to promote my parasympathetic nervous system response. And I'll just, you know, breathe in all that calm, that gratitude, that clarity. And then I'll exhale anything that's making me anxious or uneasy. And then lastly for this, you know, stop judging yourself so harshly because the thoughts themselves actually don't create pain. It's the judgment about those thoughts that do. Oh, that's so good. Uh, So what I got from that was a lot, but, but you're so right. It's not the thought. It's the meaning we attach to it. And if we're creating this story, the meaning is the story is the same thing. Why wouldn't we just create a better story? You know, I learned that in Landmark. Everything is all created by us, good or bad. And if we're just attaching these negative thoughts, like you said, we're attaching these meanings to negative thoughts, like you said, then we're just going to get more of these negative thoughts and negative things that happen to us because that's a universal law. And then the second thing I got from you is at night and in the morning is when we want to be very intentional with our thoughts because that is when the subconscious mind is very impressionable. I love your routine of the deep inhale and then exhaling all of the negativity, any of the things that are not serving you. So that's the first uh, the first acronym, the first pillar, the T is the thoughts. Then we move into the H. What does the H stand for? Yes. And I'll try to keep them as brief as possible and also offer actionable steps. So again, it's important to remember that our thoughts are the vocabulary of the brain. And they literally change our gene expression like we spoke about. And these thoughts also manifest into feelings and emotions. And then our feelings and emotions create our habits. And H is for habits. And I think it's James Clear in the book Atomic Habits. He says, we don't decide our future. We decide our habits. And our habits decide our future. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so true. So I wanted to stop you real quick because I wanted to say this before I forgot. Uh, I was watching you give an interview with Jay Campbell, and you were saying that the University of College London takes about 66 days to create a new habit, good or bad. And you were like, oh, that's BS. I don't believe in that. So I wanted to uh, open up the floor to have a conversation about that because when I give that stat, the, the reasoning behind it is that's when the neural pathways start firing on that habit, meaning you don't have to think about it, good or bad. But with that being said, I also agree with you when you're like, oh, you could create a new habit in seven days. I agree, but that's the average. The average person is gonna take about 66 days to create a new habit, good or bad. But I wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think so much of habits is really commitment-based. It's like, how bad do you want this thing? And how willing are you to get uncomfortable? Because at first, whenever you're making 
a lifestyle change, it's not going to be easy. You're especially, you know, the older you get, right? Your subconscious is that much more ingrained inside of you. And you're doing all these things without even thinking about them. But something, you know, for me is like, is that we implement with, with our clients here is like having an accountability checklist. So let's start off small. You know, when you're coaching people through keto, you're not having them wake up at 5 a.m., start CrossFit and journal for an hour and get on this keto game, right? Because that's just too much for us to process at once. So we need to break these up in smaller actionable steps. And by doing that and by making those little progressions, not only are we cultivating confidence in ourselves, but we're actually hacking our brain because we're releasing small bits of dopamine every time we're making some sort of progress. So I think while those institutions and and studies are valid, and I know the people running them are putting a lot of intention behind them, but I really think it's based on the individual, you know, and I agree with you. Yeah. And, and again, I think people are scared by habits and they're scared by this idea of like structure that it's somehow going to take away their freedom. And as you know, because you're someone who's like so diligent with your systems and structure, it enables you to do what you do. You know, habits are just mental solutions that conserve energy Mm. and they reduce our cognitive load so we can do things automatically. So just like someone might instinctively check their phone first thing in the morning, or they might smoke a cigarette every time they feel some sort of anxiety coming on, those are subconsciously programmed. You're doing those automatically. So why can't you do those things that actually serve you automatically? And the last thing I would say about that, Ben, before offering like a little, uh, some actionable steps is like, also I think habits form on frequency, not length of time. So what I mean by that is if you have Kobe, Kobe Bryant, or if you have, let's take Steph Curry, you know, I'm I'm a big warrior fan. If Steph Curry, if he shoots a hundred three pointers every day for a month, right? He's going to significantly improve. That's a lot of shots. That's 3000 shots. All right. Now, if he takes the same amount of shots and say he takes 10 jumpers every day over the course of 365 days, he's actually probably not going to be as good at shooting threes, even though he put in more time duration, but the frequency in which he was doing it, he wasn't putting up a hundred reps and really establishing that confidence in that muscle memory. So I think frequency is extremely important. And then you know, I think it really helps to have someone like you or me to hold you accountable and call you out on your bullshit. Mm. A lot of times people are scared of that because when you pay or when you invest in a coach, it's putting your ass on the line, but it's also really powerful because now you have something to lose. It's not just like you, you're depending on someone else now, like you paid a significant amount of money for this. So like, do you really want to waste that? And yeah, so it's a matter of self-love. Like, do you love yourself enough to get uncomfortable and create a better life for you and everyone around you? 
And then that. the last thing I would say, Ben, about habits is tying every action to a feeling or emotion. So how's it going to feel when you wake up in the morning and you have your fatty coffee with the MCTs and the ghee and the high quality purity coffee that we drink, yeah. right? It's probably going to feel, we're, we're going to feel energy. We're going to feel clarity mentally for the first four or five hours of the day, rather than bogging ourselves down with processed carbohydrates and refined sugars and oils, that's going to make us feel like so having in mind that feeling or emotion that's going to stem from the action you take. Mm, yeah, so true. You know, I, I, I do that as well. When I'm on vacation, I'm not as restrictive, meaning I'll have some more sugar, I'll have a lot more carbs, I'll enjoy myself. But I do it towards the end of the day because I know that if I had this big feast meal at breakfast or at lunch, the rest of the day, I'm not going to be able to enjoy myself wherever I am because I, I know that feeling that I'm going to get that sluggishness. So I'll wait till the end of the night and I'll, or end of the day and I'll have that big meal knowing that the day is over because I have attached that feeling and emotion to that meal I'm going to have. So I love that you shared that. I want to take a quick break here to share with you about the dangers of taking fish oil. I know, shocking. I was somebody who took fish oil every single day for years. And then I came across a ton of research showing the dangers of consuming fish oil. I immediately found an amazing product called Pureform. Pureform is a plant-based omega. And the cool thing about Pureform is that it is uniquely processed with nitrogen to preserve it and make sure it does not oxidized. These essential fatty acids are cold pressed and you get the proper balance of omega-6 and omega-3 to feed your cells what it desires. We know that life begins and ends at the cell membrane and when you have the proper fats, the building blocks for those cell membranes, all of a sudden your fat burning hormones can do its job. So you lose weight. All of a sudden your cells produce energy so you feel good. So we know that cellular health is key for performance and longevity. So I've been taking Pureform every single day. My dog takes it every single day. So does my girlfriend and my mom. This is how much I love the product. If you want to get your bottle delivered to your door, head over to purelifescience.com. Check them out. Order a bottle or two, and you'll be amazed by how you feel after taking this just after a few days. That is Pure lifescience.com. Use the coupon code BEN4 to apply a $4 off coupon. That is BEN, B-E-N, and the number four. International shipping is available. Okay, let's go back into this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. And then you also shared about frequency. Oh my gosh, so true. Frequency creates the genius. I totally believe that. And most people who want to set a new habit, you said it's about the commitment. That is so true, Jeremy, because a lot of people are interested in adopting a new habit, but we got to be committed to adopting a new habit. So when you hire a coach, obviously that makes you committed. It throws your hat over the fence. And I'm always, I'm like you. When I spoke this summer in Tampa, Florida with Dr. Pompa, it was the first time I got to share the stage with my mentor. And it was a huge honor in front of about 50 doctors, all doctors in the room. And I felt really good about the presentation. I spoke about keto. I spoke about YouTube. I did two presentations. I was having dinner with Dr. Pompa. I'm like, okay, 
You told me that you enjoyed it. You love the presentation, but I want you to let me know what could I have done better? What are some things that I could have improved? And we need to be open to that from our coaches. We need to be open to constructive criticism to be able to grow and expand. And that was the biggest thing for me. It wasn't the praise from Dr. Pompa. It was actually him teaching me how to improve my presentation. So what we're, what Jeremy does with his clients in the Thrive University is exactly that. And that's what all the masters do. So you're doing great work, Jeremy. I just wanted to share that. Yeah, brother. Appreciate that. And yeah, the importance of being able to give feedback and receive feedback without feeling attacked is really, really critical when, when you're looking to improve in any area, you know, like how are you supposed to improve if you're constantly being told how amazing you are and how everything you're doing is perfect? Like, it's nice to hear that praise for sure. Um, and be acknowledged for it. But for sure, I feel like there's so much value in that feedback. And so many people I think are scared to give feedback because they don't think it's going to be received openly. And yeah, I think, I think that's a really important point to, to mention. So let's get through the other acronyms. So we're on the R. I'll make these next ones a little more concise. Uh, and again, if, if anyone has wants to go a little deeper with any of these, just shoot me a message or an email, Ben will link, link to my contact info. But again, you know, R is for relationships. And what I've seen with a lot of the people uh, that I've worked with is a lot of times they're highly successful with their career. They've built something great. They have the material things. They have the yacht. They have the multiple homes. They have the penthouse in Miami. They have their place in California. They have their place in Greece or Italy, but they don't really have anyone to share it with. And what I've learned in my human experience is that it's so much more meaningful and powerful to have these relationships in your life that level you up. And I think a lot of times we're told like it's lonely at the top. Somehow, if you want to uh, succeed to a certain level, you have to leave others behind. And yeah, that's true. Sometimes you do have to remove yourself from toxic relationships that with people that aren't aligned with you and your goals and your dreams. However, you know, doing what we're doing now, like I think there's people out there that would be like, oh my gosh. Ben, why are you going to have Jeremy on your podcast? He has a podcast. Aren't you afraid of like people listening to his instead of yours? And that's the scarcity mindset coming back to it. So having people like you that are constantly like challenging me and inspiring me, whether it's, you know, in a conversation or just watching what you're doing from afar. So I think it's really important to surround yourself with those people. And in my opinion, I think everyone needs to get clear with what type of relationships do they want? Like, what are the values that matter to you? And in my opinion, you know, the best relationships, whether it's romantically or a business partner, or just a friend, the best relationships are built on respect, trust, unconditional love and generosity. And you can't give those things to other people if you don't give them to yourself. So, true. Uh, so it all starts with you. So look yourself in the mirror and just give yourself an honest assessment. Like, how are you showing up in the world? And that's the energy, that's the vibration that you're going to attract. So I mentioned it earlier with, I think when you asked that first question about 
caring about um, what other people think. It's getting clear with your core values, you know, getting clear with what those things are. And by being those things and embodying them, you're going to attract that into your life. Yeah, your vibe attracts your tribe. That's where it comes from, right? So you're so right, Jeremy. And and the the world class collaborate and they create relationships that last forever. And then those who are amateurs are the competitors who have that scarcity mindset. Um, and then so we have thoughts, we have habits, we have relationships, and then I is for intention. You know, I think this word gets thrown around a lot, but essentially it's just bringing more attention, more awareness, more presence into everything you're doing. So you know. When you're moving your body, when you're going for a walk, like be intentional, observe your surroundings, observe nature, take it all in, be grateful for the amazing capabilities that you have, you know, before you eat a meal, infuse intention, look at all the colors, smell the plate, Mm. think about all the people and processes involved with that meal manifesting. So for me, it's like, it, it all starts with setting intentions. And I really think this will help a lot of us change some of our previous subconscious programming that isn't serving us. And the last thing I would say about intention is what makes it really powerful is that it gives us a guide on what not to do. Once we gain clarity on what we want, it makes it very easy easy for us to eliminate certain behaviors and ways of being. Oh, so true. And relationships and decisions. Oh my gosh, it makes it so much easier. Yeah. Like so many people are saying yes to things that they want to say no to. I've been guilty of that for years. Yeah, bro. And, and again, I think a lot of it is like getting clear. What is it? What do we hope to gain from this experience? You know, my intention setting it before this podcast is to just be fully present, be fully engaged and speak authentically and Hopefully by doing that, we empower others to do do the same and add a lot of value. So that's intention. V is for vitality. As you know, I'm all about energy, generating energy, exchanging energy, because I really believe that it's the most valuable currency we have. And I think it all comes full circle, right? Because your habits, your actions, your thoughts, these things are all going to either fuel you or they're going to be energy vampires and strip them away. So, you know, a few good questions to ask, I think, would be, what does your first 30 minutes of your day look like? You know, are you getting into reactive mode by checking your phone and checking social media and checking email and putting other people's priorities in front of your own? Or are you using that time to hydrate, move your body, journal, meditate, whatever those activities are that fuel you and create that synergy for the rest of the day. And and then also, how do you wind down each night? You know, are you looking at screens? Are you spiking cortisol at the end of the day when you should be really releasing melatonin instead? And that's why I'm always, I don't have them on now because we're recording during the day, but that's why I'm always wearing my blue light blockers. Yeah, these are blue, these are blue light blockers right here. Day, daytime blockers. Yeah, what company are those? These are Felix Felix Grace. Okay, cool. They they look amazing. Yeah, they're not prescription. They're just blocking out some of the harsh light. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, especially for I mean, uh, with all the Zoom fatigue, I think it's really important okay. to improvise and they prioritize that. And then lastly, I would just say like I always ask my clients in our first conversation, like one of our first conversations, like where are you leaking energy right now? And 
what I found in my conversations working with a lot of these high performers is that a lot of them are leaking energy with people that they shouldn't necessarily be giving their time and energy to. There are these constant ruminating of the past that drains your energy and also the lack of structure, the lack of structure, the lack of systems. And that creates a lot of scarcity or sorry, not scarcity, but it creates a lot of confusion and scatteredness. So it's creating more clarity. So it's like, okay, I know that from 12 to two, I have X, Y, and Z to get done. I'm turning my phone on airplane mode so I can give my full focused, undivided attention to this thing. And Ben, I, I think so many people are just giving their attention freely. Like, like it's just limitless and energy is essentially limitless. However, focused energy and attention is our most valuable commodity. Mm. So one of the things I really encourage people to do is like, create times to get into deep work sessions. You know, whether that is a two hour block where you put your phone on airplane mode and you focus on one thing, just knocking one thing out. And this could be, you know, your movement. This could be your workout. This could be journaling, but like give your attention to that thing and don't just loosely let this energy leak because it's going to prevent you from stepping into your full capabilities. Oh, so true. Uh, you're right. Something that has helped me, Jeremy, is using my my calendar, scheduling everything, whether it's making dinner with my girlfriend, Natasia, or going to, to dinner with my mom, or doing a podcast, or my workout. Everything is in my calendar, and I live by that. You know, that's my structure. I'm going to follow this. For me, when I have blank space on my calendar, it's the devil's playground. You know, my energy is scattered. I'm not going to be productive and I'm not going to feel happy. You know, I'm happy when I'm actually being productive and I do the things that I set out that I said I was going to do. And something that comes from that is confidence. When I start telling myself, okay, tomorrow I'm going to work out at noon. I'm going to do a live stream at one. And then I do it. I'm more confident because I am more competent in what I'm doing. So I agree with you. Having a structure, not having any energy vampires, keep away the energy vampires is, is so important. That goes back to your relationship uh, tip there. Yeah. And I love what you said about keeping the promises to yourself because so often we don't. Like we tell ourselves, especially, you know, this, this show's coming out right before 2021 starts and so many people are going to be making promises to themselves. So I think something that's really powerful that you can do, we mentioned core values. And I like to think of this as like 10 commandments. Like what are your 10 commandments? And like, this is something I created for Thrive University. The sun's kind of hitting it, but these are the 10 laws of Thrive University. And rather than writing them down and, and just leaving it there, you know, I was like, no, I want to create something nice. I want to make like a beautiful document. Like I got the, the highest quality frame. I typed it up. Like I got it, my graphic designer to design it. And I invested in this because when you have this type of vision and, and you're able to put it out on paper and surround yourself, you know, your office, your studio, the Keto Camp HQ is like surrounded by inspiration. And like I said, everyone listening, I'm sure they've, they've kind of had a sneak peek at your, at your beautiful HQ there, you know, it's so important to create that environment that serves you. And Ben has been, uh, you've been, honestly, I mentioned this to you, but like a huge inspiration 
in leveling that up for me and really like investing in stuff, you know, whether it's, you know, some Muhammad Ali, some Michael Jordan, some Gary V. And then over here, like writing down my vision for January 1, 2022, like what are the things I want to create? So getting clear and, and like you said, keeping the promises. And I have a question for you. I know we have someone waiting to join on, but um, with Natasha, curious to know, because I just had my partner visit me and she lives overseas, which is challenging. But I'm, I'm curious to know, like, what are her thoughts about like you putting her in the calendar? Was there any like resistance? Like, I don't want to be like your client or like this, like, you know what I mean? Because that's something that th this girl, Laura, mentioned to me. She's like, ah, interesting. She, yeah, I was like, we need to get uh, more consistent with our FaceTiming. And I was like, yeah, we should definitely pick a couple times during the week and like get it on the calendar. And then she got like, she, I know she, she didn't have bad intentions, but like she got not upset, but she was like, I don't want to just be a client to you where like you put me on the calendar. So I'm wondering how you navigate those conversations. Yeah, yeah, it's a good question. So the way that I navigate it is I'll let her know that I'm putting it in my calendar. So that way, if something else comes up, I'm not putting that in my calendar to take away from that time that we said we were going to spend together. So it helps me remember and it helps me, you know, see that nothing else can get in the way. Nothing else can be booked during this time because that's my time with you. So for example, when Natasha tells me, oh, my, her friend's having a barbecue for a birthday on, you know, a month from now, I'll say, okay, let's put it in our calendar. That way we block that off. So nothing else gets in the way and we commit to it right now. And she hasn't had a problem with that. She hasn't had that, th that thought mindset. So that's the way that I worded it. And, and hopefully that helps you with the conversation as well. Yeah, I think that's valuable. Communication and again, structure and organization are key. And I know, I know we're getting a little short on time. So I'll finish with the last letter, which is E. And E is for enthusiasm. Which you got, my friend. Yes, sir. Right back at you, bro. Thank I you. Think enthusiasm is honestly just a product of you doing what you love and enthusiasm is also what enrolls people in your vision. So I work with leaders of organizations and high up individuals. So if they want to attract the best talent to their teams and retain the best talent, you know, enthusiasm is very, very important. And I think it's Ralph Waldo Emerson who said nothing great was ever achieved without enthusiasm. So I think a lot of my success, a lot of your success has been a product of our enthusiasm for life, for helping people, for continuing our desire to learn and grow. And I think now more than ever, the world needs enthusiastic leaders like us to lead with positivity and with optimism and with gratitude. So I know we spoke a lot. So just to kind of recap for everybody, we had Thrive. And I really believe these six pillars are going to help you master your human experience and get the most out of it and have a lot of fun on that journey. So T is for thoughts, H is for habits, R is for relationships, uh, I is for intention, V is for vitality, and E is for enthusiasm. Mm. I love the acronyms. I love it. Thrive. And you could go get hooked up with Jeremy on his podcast, the Thrive Podcast and his Thrive University. We'll put all those links and resources down below. I just wanted to piggyback on the enthusiasm. I believe 
enthusiasm is way more important than knowledge and even experience. You know, you give me somebody who has an awesome attitude and enthusiasm, I'm going to work with that person, even if they don't have any experience or any knowledge in that field, because they're actually going to be able to learn it. They're willing to learn it and they're going to be enthusiastic about it. So I'm with you, dude. It's such a key. All right. Anthony, it's time for you to come on and join us, brother. Let me bring you on here. So Anthony is a member of the Keto Camp Academy, and we live stream all of the podcast interviews for the members of the Keto Camp Academy, and we sometimes bring them on to ask questions to my special guests. So Anthony, what's up, brother? Hey, how you doing, Ben? What a pleasure to finally get to talk to you in person. And uh, hello, Jeremy. I mean, wow, this is uh, this is an amazing, I mean, if you realize what, on what stage of my life I'm on, uh, you two cannot be more precise on time. And let me tell you a little bit. So, so Ben, you know, the reason I got diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, yeah, I, I'm still overweight, but I was heavily overweight. I have a good career, and I'm going to lead to that, to what happened to me, which is exactly about confidence, exactly what you guys open up with. But ever since I started with, uh, with Keto, you have been talking a lot about energy, and actually, I have a behavioral coach that one of the first things that told me was turn off the news, exactly what Jeremy said. So yeah. that's, uh, I mean, exactly like all the things that Jeremy said is like, oh, dead on, you know, and I love to to add to that. Things are new to me are a uh, nice thing about the intention, vitality and enthusiasm. That's, uh, that's, that's very interesting. So one of the things that happened to me is uh, I had a great career in aerospace, and I was, but at, at that time I was having a baby, so I wanted something I can work remotely. I changed uh, business completely. I went into finance, and I had a very bad experience, and I started doubting myself of everything. Also, the weight started piling up, the stress started piling up, and I started losing motivation, and I'm still struggling with that until until this day. Um, so. I'm looking for ways to to kind of improve. I know I started already with Ben on my eating habits. Uh, let's fix the machine first. I'm doing exercise, but uh, I need that mental strength that uh, I'm trying to get at. And uh, I recently started with a behavioral coach, see if uh, uh, I can learn some of the things that you guys are talking about. But what I kind of have is I, you will, uh, Jeremy, would you... Um, would your advice I can start with? Uh, I know you mentioned like how you wake up in the morning or how you go to bed at night. What would you say that like simple little things I can start trying to see how they go? For sure. I appreciate you asking, uh, Anthony. And, and I acknowledge you, man, for everything that, uh, that you've accomplished up until now, you know, and your willingness to, to continue the process and the journey. So, you know, in terms of motivation, I think motivation is something that will get you started. It's not something that is permanent. And I really think, like Ben mentioned, motivation is a product of momentum. And the way that you establish momentum in your life is by, like you said, stacking these small habits. So I'm not sure what your evenings look like now. I'm not sure what your mornings look like now, but one of the things that I do and I really encourage my clients to do is to make the first hour of the day and the last hour of the day belong to you. And I know that can be challenging, you know, when you have kids and when you have, when you have a spouse, right? Because they have needs and, and of course I understand that, 
So maybe it's 20 minutes, maybe it's 30 minutes, but creating some sort of winding down routine in the evening, maybe that's journaling. One of the notebooks that I really recommend, and, and I'll make sure Ben links this, is this is a high performance planner. And it's from somebody, um, Brendan Bruchard, who's a top leadership coach. And literally it has a morning mindset right here. And then it has an evening an evening journal prompt right here. And what that's helped me do is it's helped me like reflect on my day. And it helped me realize like, oh my God, I got a lot of shit done today. I'm proud of myself. And, and maybe if I had a day where I didn't get as much done, it's like, okay, how can I reflect? Where did I leak energy? Where can I improve tomorrow? And what's really important in this process is again, I mentioned it in our conversation is being compassionate with yourself. So holding yourself accountable, but not beating yourself up, not sabotaging yourself. If you miss a day or you have, you know, you slip up Thanksgiving and you ate three plates of turkey and gravy and mashed potatoes and, and you're out of keto, like happens, right? We're all doing the best we can. So I would really to kind of full circle learn lean back is like continue taking these actionable steps, these small items and see like, Hey, is, is the work I'm doing? Is it aligned with me? Maybe, maybe it's something that you don't feel connected to. Maybe you felt connected to it in the past and maybe it's time to explore other interests and curiosities. So I think it's always good to ask yourself like, Hey, what, what makes you laugh? What brings you, what brings you joy? What is a gift that you like to share with your, your family or your community or things like that and spend more time doing that? Did that help answer your question? It does. It does. It, it gave me a couple of uh, things to start trying out, especially like you said, uh, make that uh, first and last. Well, in my case, will be half hour because I have kids. Make it count. One other thing, and, and Benji mentioned this, and this happens to me so often, is kind of you put people on a pedestal. You mentioned that and you kind of hit a note with me. And this happened to me where I have people like so high and then for some reason, I feel like either I let them down or something happened. And then I start losing confidence of what I'm doing is right. And how you turn those thoughts around into, this is what I learned from it. I'm going to be better. How you, how you where you start like trying to get the thought and turn it around into a positive way because my my natural reaction will be make it all negative but i'm trying to not make, make that happen mm, so you basically a lot of times do you feel maybe some guilt about yeah. letting people down or okay yeah. yeah so so again i would i'm really big in going to the source of things because these things and these thoughts don't come from nowhere. Somebody instilled them inside of you, whether that was your father, whether that was, you know, your mother, whether that was a sibling you have that maybe made you feel like you're not good enough or you have or, no idea how you hit it out of the ballpark right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They come from they come from there. You're very close. Extremely yeah. close. Exactly. Yeah. So I would I would kind of go down that path a little deeper. And again, a big reason, Anthony, a lot of people don't ever do this work is because it can be very uncomfortable because you're uncovering things that maybe you swept under the rug or that 
you don't want to revisit because maybe it was traumatic. Maybe it was physical abuse. Maybe it was emotional abuse. But understand that it didn't come from nowhere. It didn't just land in your mind accidentally. So I would just explore that a little bit more and see what you find. Wow. Excellent answer. Thank you so much. Yeah, Thanks Anthony, for the opportunity, Ben. Absolutely. Thank you for the questions. They were they were terrific. And uh, I, I learned from it as well. And, you know, we talked about, Anthony, creating a better story, right? So the, the, the greatest power that we have, I believe, are the thoughts, right? It's, it's the T in Thrive. It's the first acronym. And it's our greatest power. And we could create better stories with those thoughts. So I'm glad that that was helpful. And Anthony, I acknowledge you for opening up. This is going to be shared on the Keto Camp podcast and YouTube channel. So thank you for opening up to Jeremy and accepting the coaching, Anthony. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Keep us posted, man. Shoot me a message on, on Instagram. My handle's right there. And let me know what you come up with. I'm interested to hear, man. And, and just keep leaning into it. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jeremy. My pleasure, brother. Yeah. All right, Jeremy, this was a blast. I want to acknowledge you for being uh, such a leader. <laughs> you are an authentic leader. You are enthusiastic and you embody all of the six acronyms that you share with us very, very brilliantly on today's podcast. And I'm grateful we connected on LinkedIn. I'm grateful that you've been over to my place a couple times. We did some Zen on the rooftop. I got some Zen right here. When you come back, we're going to do it together. And uh, I'm grateful for round two with you. I enjoyed the conversation. I love what you're doing in this world. And thank you for coming on here and just being who you are, which is a powerful light in this world, Jeremy. So thank you, brother. And I love you, brother. And I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much, man. I received that fully. And you know how I feel about you too and all the work that you're doing. And um, it's just beautiful to watch you know, people's lives being impacted by uh, by some of the work that we're doing. And let's just continue this momentum. Let's continue living in alignment. Let's live in alignment, brother. I can't wait to see you in person. Uh, thank you for today, Jeremy. That was a blast. Hell yeah, brother. Have an amazing holidays with the fam and we will talk soon. I told you you were going to love that. I, I hope you feel empowered. Uh, I know you do. I, I encourage you to text this episode to a friend, text it to somebody you know could get value from this conversation. Go check out Jeremy. I will be on his podcast for the second time very soon. So you can go listen to that. Go check out his podcast, his programs. Everything can be found in the notes of this episode. We have Rachel who puts it all together for you. You could also watch the video interview we did for this podcast recording with Jeremy on the Keto Camp YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Keto Camp to check that out. I encourage you to leave the show a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And when you do, take a screenshot, send that screenshot to support at ketocamp.com with their shipping address in the United States. And we will sign, I will sign a paperback copy of my book and send it out to you as a thank you. Just a reminder of the Keto Camp membership where you can get access to videos, private Facebook group, exclusive live stream Q&A with me, downloadables, a monthly newsletter with keto biohacks, and so much more. You can get access to all of this for just a monthly payment, one monthly payment of $5. Cancel anytime. Head to startketocamp.com to get access to this immediately. We'll also put a link in the notes, startketocamp.com. Com. Well, thank you so much for listening to the entire episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. You'll hear me on the next one. 
This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.